It was in 1925 that Pope Pius XI instituted the Feast of Christ the King, the Feast of Christ the Universal King. And so this feast tonight is somewhat a recent addition in the church's calendar. In 1925, the Lord inspired Pope Pius XI to institute this feast. And one way we can appreciate the depth of wisdom in this institution of the Feast of Christ the King is to look at this historical context. What was it that was happening before 1925 and what happened after 1925? And then you can begin to thank the Lord for the wisdom he gave to the vicar of Christ to institute this feast of Christ the King. So let's backtrack 10 years before 1925. You remember what happened in 1914? The First World War. And what was the cause of the war? Some kind of allies and countries have different allies, and one person punched the other in the nose, and others rallied around, and that's how we ended with millions of people killed in the First World War. Three years after, the Bolsheviks revolted in Russia. And threw out the monarch, the Tsar of, the, of, of, of Russia. So the people revolted, and they wanted some kind of nationalism. In 1922, the fascists now came on board in Italy, and they wanted some kind of nationalism. They restricted the Pope to within the small state of the Vatican. And so all of Europe before 1925 was embroiled in some kind of ultra-nationalism, some kind of atheistic nationalism that was consuming Europe. Now, fast forward after 1925. You know the history better than I do. The Second World War. How people all over the world, human beings all over the world, stood by and appeased Hitler as he massacred millions and millions of Jews. And so the question is, how did that happen? How could that have happened? And that's why in the 1940s, the nations came together and said, you know what, this craziness, let's figure out a way to deal with it. And that was how we now came about the United Nations. And so when you look at the historical context that motivated Pius XI to institute today's feast, you begin to recognize, you know what? There is a lot of spiritual wisdom in a feast like this. But the question is, 90 years after, has our world truly learned any lessons? 90 years after, has this nation and any other nation in the world truly learned the lessons of the Feast of Christ the King? That's the question. That's the question. Now, don't take this wrongly. 
But there's this self-deprecating humor about Catholics that says that once upon a time, a Methodist died and went to heaven. And when he came to the gates of heaven, St. Peter handed him the gates of a certain hall and said, all right, you go to hall number five. And shortly after that, a Muslim came to the gate of heaven. And Peter told him, welcome on board. Here is the key. You go to room hall number 11. But not long after that, he heard music and singing from another hall. And he said to Peter, who are those singing and clapping and dancing? And Peter said, never mind. Those are Catholics. They think they are the only ones in heaven. (laughs) Of course, I believe that Catholics are the most tolerant people in the whole universe. After all, I am a Catholic. But I think the point of the story is that sometimes we can get so caught up in our doctrinal differences, we can get so caught up in our political differences, who is liberal, who is conservative, who is this, who is not that, that sometimes we forget that we have one Lord, one Savior in Christ Jesus. That is the heart of our feast today. That when all is said and done, regardless of the differences in our society, regardless of the differences in our community, it's all about one love, one faith, one baptism. And that's why I think the gospel tonight is so instructional. Two criminals hanging to the right and to the left of Jesus. What does that tell us? We are all sinners. All of us are sinners. Regardless of our political differences, we are all human. And we are all sinners. And so at the end of the day, it's all about each person opening up our hearts to God. Right or left, center or middle. Wherever you belong, it's about each person opening up our hearts to the love of Christ. That's why the other criminal turns to Jesus and says, Lord, I am a sinner. Remember me when you get to your kingdom. And you know what Jesus tells him? This very day, you will be with me in paradise. And so today, I would like us to continue to ask the Lord, for the gift of unity. Our world today is so sharply divided. This country right now is so sharply divided. A lot of people are feeling hurt. People feel frustrated. Sometimes even immigrants like me feel threatened. But on a day like this, it's an invitation for every one of us to remember that when all is said and done, you are my brother. You are my sister. We may not have the same color. I may have an accent that I speak funny. But at the end of the day, from all my heart, from the depth of my heart, I love you. Because you have Christ in you, and I have Christ in me. That's what it's all about. Amen.